Welcome to Ride With Us, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters across the globe. Please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your host, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hey, enthusiasts, it's Jessica. Before I tell you about all the events coming up for us in June, let's take a look back at an ACE event from April, Lone Star Coasterthon. All right, I won't do that the whole time, but as a Mel Brooks fan, I have to say Lone Star that way if you know, you know. I was not there at Lone Star Coasterthon, but I have someone on with me who was, and she's going to tell us all about it. Please welcome back to the podcast, Rachel Hawkins. Rachel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you so much for inviting me back. We're so happy to have you. Before we get into talking about the Lone Star event, uh, I want to learn a little bit more about you because we really didn't get to that last time. Uh, you and John were really excited to talk about Aquaman Power Wave, and so we didn't get to hear about you. Uh, where are you from? Where did you live? Where do you live? Oh, I'm in the DFW area. So my home park is actually Six Flags over Texas. And then for Ace, I'm on the Instagram team. And then now I'm recently joining the operations team as well. Oh, that's so exciting. So you're on the Instagram and operations. What what do you do for both of those? So for the Instagram team, like a lot of times we'll post um, videos, uh, photos, like any type of content for any special event or just over the week, we'll post different things as well. Nice. And uh, for operations? And then for operations, I actually just started, but for that, it's more like website-based. So being like the TI and behind the scenes. Oh, well, thank you so much for volunteering for that. That's awesome. What what got you into coasters? Uh, honestly, when I was younger, it started with, um, what was that, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And so yeah. back then, I would just play it just over and over. And then when I was growing up, my mom would take me to the parks, and then I just fell in love with it. And then it just went on from there. Nice. So Six Flags Over Texas has always been your home park? Yes. And do you have a favorite coaster there? Ooh, over there, I would have to say the Runaway Mine Train because it's just such a classic right now. And then I, I know it's coming back soon, so I'm really excited to see it. Oh, it is coming back. Yeah. When Do we know when that is? I don't know. I want to say like late spring, early summer, I believe. I'm not exactly sure on the exact date. Well, isn't it true? I heard through the grapevine that you actually work for Six Flags over Texas. Is that true? Or is it Six Flags corporate. I work for Six Flags Corporate. And yes, I'm actually one of the web editors. So kind of the same thing with the operations team. So anything going on with the website is like something that we would do. So that's going to be interesting. You grew up going to Six Flags and now you work for Six Flags. It's like, perfect. Do you have advice for anybody who wants to get into working for theme parks? I would say the number one most important thing is to network because you never know like who would help or who has information or just like hearing different things and just learning about different stuff. So I'll say that's the number one most important thing. Nice. Is that what happened for you? Were you like talking to someone at a park one day? and <laughs> Or was it through Ace? Oh, no. So I know I started off, well, it was like right during COVID. So like right in the middle of 2020, um, I applied for the, what was that? The, um, uh, sorry, I forgot the name of it, uh, the call center. And I was there for four months. And then I was promoted because someone I applied to become one of the web editors. And that's how I got it. All right. Well, that's awesome. Very cool. Do you love it? Do you like it? Would you recommend I it? I do. I love it. I love it so much. I love getting to be able to be on the park side and just hearing like all the different things. And then also from the guest point of view too. It's like seeing all the different things as well. So it kind of goes hand in hand. 
It doesn't spoil the experience for you? <laughs> no, not really. It just makes me more excited. <laughs> and you get some inside information maybe on your favorite coasters and when they're coming back. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's amazing. So, I mean, let's get into talking about Lone Star Coasterthon because that was also at Six Flags Over Texas, right? Yes, that was a two-day event. I believe it was from April the 22nd to the 23rd. This was a two-day event. Is this the first time this event has happened or is this a long-running thing? Uh, no, it's a long-running thing because I remember when I was asking around, it originally started in 1991 as the Texas Giants celebration as like a special thank you to Ace for their support from the previous year. And then as it went on throughout the years, then it was called Lone, uh, sorry, Lone Star Coasterthon. Fun. So have you not been there before to that event? I have. I want to say this was my second or third one going to. No, no, my third one. Sorry, this is my third one. Uh, second, uh, Lone Star going to. So what? What is? What is this? What? What happens there? Can you kind of walk me through it? I've never been. I've never been to Six Flags Over Texas. So walk me through. Yes. So basically, throughout the event, there's like a bunch of ERT and special events. So for example, the first day we had ERT on several of the rides. And then we were able to go on to, to behind the scenes of the restricted area inside Mr. Freeze, the mini mine train, the Batman, the ride, since they all share the same um, restricted zone. And then afterwards, we walked over to Judge War Screen. We were able to experience that in the restricted zone as well. And then also while these were going on, the coasters were actually operating like above and around us. So we were able to get like really good photos. What? And then, yeah, oh, it was yeah. really, really cool. <laughs> and then I know that on that first day, at the end of the day, we had an auction where all the proceeds went to the ro the National Roller Coaster Museum, and then we were able to do like a Q&A with the park press and operations director. Oh, what was and that then on the It was really nice. We were able to talk about like some of the rides and then some of the stuff that was coming up and then like what they want to do for the future. Ooh, and then any, for any the good info? I want to know it all. What did they say? <laughs> Oh, because I, I know we were talking about um, bringing back the Pirates ride because I was recently kind of um, slightly destroyed during our last flood because we do have a lot of floods in the park. So they're working on that and they said it should hopefully be up soon. And then on our second day, we were able to do a lift walk and then explore the restricted zone of Batman the ride. And then after that, we were able to wrap up on our Southern Palace where we did kind of like a game competing for prizes and uh, other awards. And then also we were able to listen to Errol McCoy about his experience all throughout his team, uh, sorry, theme park history as well. And then the day ended with a tour of the Boneyard, which is basically a collection of all the over Texas and some things from Astroworld and other parks where they have all their old rides and like tracks and different stuff here and there just underneath it. Wow. That's it sounds like a huge event. Wait, I have to go back. Uh, who is it that you said, McCoy? Oh, sorry, Errol McCoy. Who is? Uh, basically, he was, uh, sorry. So basically, he started off as a ride operator for over Texas in 61. And then I know he went to over Georgia, where he actually became the youngest general manager in history. And I know he also did a couple things like he was like on the IAPA board directors, uh, the Six Plex Corp EV, and then he became the president of Whitewaters. And then I believe he also went to the State Fair of Texas as well. Sorry, I know that was a lot. <laughs> no, wow, that's uh, awesome. And so he spoke to everybody and was like talking yeah, about so his life. Yeah, so he kind of did like a presentation, yes. 
That's so cool. So, all right. What were the coasters? We kind of, I, I have to keep going back. <laughs> what were the coasters that you all got ERT on? Okay. So the first day we did Batman, Riddler, Freeze, a Catwoman's Whip, Skyscraper, Mini Mind Chain, Judge for a Scream, and Aquaman. And then that same day for day one, at the end, we did Texas Giant, Titan, El Diablo, and then The Flume one, and then Shockwave, Superman, Lobby of War, and Sidewinder. Oh my gosh, they really board. gave you tons <laughs> yeah. of access. Where was the rest of the park? Was this like before or after park hours or something? They kind of split up into three different sections. So part one was before the park opened. I want to say it was like an hour prior to park opening. And then the park opened. And then we had an hour after the park opened. And then on the second day, we had that last section of the remaining rides to do the ERT. But then also throughout the whole day, we were able to use our passes as a flash pass throughout the whole day. What? Oh my gosh. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite events. <laughs> That's a really great event. Um, for those, I don't mean to assume that everybody knows ERT means exclusive ride time. So all of those <laughs> coasters basically to just the ACE members that were there. That's incredible. How many people were there? Um, I believe, About. let me see, we had a, over 300, I want to yeah. say. I would think so, because if I'm an ACE member in that area or even close to that, <laughs> I might fly in for that. Just, I mean, what a way to experience Six Flags Over Texas, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was I'm really sure. great because I do know some people did fly in for it. Yeah. I mean, I've flown in for, I've, I've had people fly in for events where there were only like two coasters on ERT. So to have that many, wow. <laughs> and to get that kind of behind the scenes tour what what was your favorite thing to see behind the scenes I will say my favorite thing was doing the lift walk because one I've never done a lift walk my entire life and so then wait, two, wait, explain like the lift walk my... to people who don't know what that is so basically that's when they take you on the actual lift and you walk all the way up it to the highest point you can just like look around take photos videos and whatever it's so do you have nice. like a like a construction helmet on and are you like tied to the like a like no the we just walked up like, there really oh, no like no helmet no tether no nothing we just walked up there wait what how high is this yeah oh my gosh what coaster was this uh this is for a batman so you you just walked the up the stairs up the lift hill all the way up yeah it was Ooh. a little nerve-wracking especially like crossing over is a little bit squishy and i was like oh oh my gosh really it was squishy yeah. I don't know how I feel about this, right? For the metal part in the center. <laughs> I like, do I, recommend I, it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I would totally, like, I'm totally game for something like that, but, like, absolutely no harness or anything. Whoa. <laughs> that, what an exciting experience. It's like being someone who, like, works there and gets to do that sort of thing all the time. Like, oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> that's pretty intense, though. Yeah, that would be my favorite. So did you get some cool photos up there? I did. I got a lot of photos. Yeah, I would imagine. And so, wait, it wasn't running when you... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just like... <laughs> I also heard... Um, tell me more about the Mr. Freeze behind the scenes. So for that ERT, I knew we were going to do kind of a behind the scenes for that. But what we didn't know is that they were still actually running the ride. So it was like above us. We were able to stand underneath the LIMs as it was shooting off and then explore everything. So it was really interesting, really cool. I guess something all, I never would have thought would have happened. Yeah, seeing all the launches. Is it true that, um, did they recently return Mr. Freeze to the original facing direction or something? Yes, it's now facing forward again. Oh, because it was reversing for quite some time, right? Is that recent? Yes, I 
Um, I believe it was reversed for about 13 years. I want to say they, I don't remember when they reversed it back, but I think it was like November-ish. Do you have a preference? So I do miss backwards because as you were going up the spike, if you look over at night during holiday in the park, you were able to see all the lights. But then uh, now when you're facing forward, you actually get to see the the LIMs open up as you begin to launch off. So it's kind of like a give and take. And tell everybody what LIM is if they don't know. <laughs> Sorry, uh, linear induction motor. <laughs> that's all right. We don't, we don't want to be too inside baseball. We don't want to assume. We never know. This is the oh, first sorry. podcast someone picked up uh, as a brand new ACE member. <laughs> You'll learn. You'll learn, newbies. Uh, any other um, surprises or things that happened when you were there? Like, did you did you win any of the games? <laughs> I I did not, but during one of the auctions, uh, one of my friends, he actually won one of the wheels. I believe it's like an air wheel, but he also got to combine with one of the the Riddler wheels, uh, our flat pandemonium ride. So he actually gave me the Riddler wheel and I have it right now. Oh my gosh, you know? that's so cool. <laughs> and they're what? a lot heavier than you expect. So. Yeah, I would think so. How big is it? <laughs> um, I would say maybe about like eight inches in width wow yeah cool you gotta like mount that or something yeah display it on a shelf or whatever what a cool like talking piece someone comes into your house like what is that and you're like oh (laughs) let me let me tell you uh what other prizes were there that's amazing that they gave that away oh let me see i know i had a couple of them but basically um a lot of wheels a lot of um like parts on either the cars or the ride or the track itself that they were um, donating or auctioning off. That's so cool. I love that. And the proceeds went to the roller coaster museum, which is in Texas, coming to Texas. Yes. yes. And I believe on the second day, they announced that they received a total of $4,560 from the whole auction event amazing well it's like they knew what we coaster enthusiasts would want to spend our money on (laughs) (laughs) they happen to put things in front of us that we all would want at our houses oh that's so cool really cool and um what else was included in the the price did you was there also food um any merch things like that oh Yes, I know we have two food tickets where it was like a meal, a snack, and a drink. And then I think it was also some discounts off a of merch tube. I'm not sure on that, but that came with our whole um, purchase. Cool. And was there was there a t-shirt too? So yes, we also got shirts. Basically, it was from Shockwave because I know also during that time or during the first day, Shockwave was celebrating its 45th anniversary. And then um, the Texas Giant was celebrating its 12th anniversary. And then from there, I believe they also gave us pins too. Oh, nice. That's cool. Do you still like that stuff, even though you work for Six Flags? <laughs> oh, no, I collect pins. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah. I have like a gra- I have like grand opening of rides and parks collection. So, uh, oh, see, know. that's what I want to do. <laughs> It's it's a fun thing to to collect. I had to whittle it down to something <laughs> after a while. <laughs> My collection got out of control. Well, this sounds like it was an amazing two-day event. Uh, how did it end? So it ended with um, a tour of the Boneyard under oh. Titan. Because actually they have a lot of different 
um, pieces from either over Texas, Astroworld, or other parks where they have parts of their cars, their trains, part of the track, and just overall rides. And they call it the Boneyard. <laughs> yeah, they actually do. And it's kind of funny because as you go down the first drop on Titan, if you look down, you can actually see parts of it. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. They don't yeah, even hide it's it. Really cool. <laughs> And so you guys got to go down there. That's awesome. Uh, and I heard that you wrote uh, an article about the whole event. I did. So I'm actually a staff writer for Coaster 101. And I did kind of like a recap for this. And then um, the chill before the thrill, which actually happened the day before this event. The chill before the thrill. That's, these are such good names. <laughs> yes. We have such good names for these events. It's so fun. <laughs> Well, that's so cool. I mean, my goodness. So you volunteer for ACE and you write for Coaster 101 and your job is at Six Flags. I mean, like you're a true enthusiast. It's it's all over your life. And now you own a, a wheel in your house and have an awesome collection. <laughs> uh, you just seem like you're, you've found your people everywhere you've gone. Thank you. I'm trying to stay or at least get more active in the Coaster community because that's always been my dream. So thank you. Well, thank you for all that you do. And uh, if anybody's looking for that article and wants to read more about Lone Star Coasterathon, it's coasters101.com. Yes, coaster101.com. Coaster101.com. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to tell us all about this event. And thank you so much for inviting me. I loved it. Oh, uh, do you have an Instagram handle or your own personal socials you want to share? Oh, yeah. I guess my personal Instagram is... um. Rachel and then L O and then 26. Well, that's how you find Rachel. And listen, Lone Star Coasterthon, I might need to uh, attend this next year. Maybe this will be my first trip to Six Flags Over Texas because this sounds like the perfect event uh, for a first timer to go to. I mean, oh my goodness. What yes, you event. definitely have to come. <laughs> I definitely will. And uh, if you're wondering how to find information on all our events, it's ridewithace.com. And now let me break down all of the events coming to ACE members in June of 2023. First up, hosted by Mid-Atlantic, it's ACE Drives on Friday, June 2nd at Go Karts Plus in Williamsburg, Virginia. Stop by anytime between 5 and 9 p.m. for a free ride on the Python Pit Coaster or enjoy an all-you-can-ride two-hour wristband for 60% off, only $15. Go-Karts Plus has the only disco in the Mid-Atlantic. You might want to check that out. Also on Friday, June 2nd in Sandusky, Ohio, Cedar Point is hosting Coaster Mania. It's one of the longest running and most popular enthusiast events. Attendees will enjoy exclusive ride time, special events, and a meal. Tickets are now on sale and this usually sells out. So make sure you hop on there soon. That same weekend, Greece is the word over in Indiana, June 2nd to the 4th. It's Hollywood Nights 2023, hosted by Holiday World and Splash and Safari. And the theme is Coaster Greece. This is a huge event and it's very popular. It includes ERT, photos and videos, a walk back tour of meals and snacks. I'm going to need to see a photo of ACE members dressed as pink ladies, so please send that over to me. On Saturday, June 3rd, the same day as Ace Dives at Busch Gardens Williamsburg, which I'm not going to fully go into because unfortunately tickets for that have already been sold, we do have some online events. One is World Roller Coaster Appreciation Month Trivia, and there's going to be some fun Ace Trivia with Ace Secretary Jeff Nemec and Digital Events Coordinator Jess Nemec, and they're going to walk you through questions from all over Ace. 
And later that night, there will be a mature Acer pre-con meetup. So anybody who is just about 60 or older, if you're going to be attending CoasterCon 45, you can join other attendees in the same boat as you and discuss tips and schedule and some plans for your week. Ace member Joe Nemec will be leading the discussion as an Ace member who fits this description and will be attending CoasterCon 45. I'm sure he has some great advice. Up in Calverton, New York on June 3rd, it's Coasting for Kids at Splish Splash Water Park. ACE is thrilled to partner with Give Kids the World in support of their Coasting for Kids events throughout the summer of 2023. And this is your opportunity to experience the thrill and excitement of your local theme park while championing a wonderful cause. Participants who raise a minimum of $100 for Give Kids the World Village can enjoy complimentary park admission, special perks, and earn great incentive prizes. And the activities and perks vary at each park. So this one is going to be at Splish Splash Water Park in Calverton, New York. You'll get early access to the attractions, a complimentary lunch, there'll be some fundraising awards, a group photo, and you're free to enjoy the park until it's closing. On Sunday, June 4th, hosted by Ace Mid-Atlantic, it's Meet Me in the Queue, a King's Dominion informal meetup. No registration, no cost necessary. You can just let everybody know that you're going by clicking interested on the Facebook event. At 1 p.m., you'll just be meeting up at the entrance plaza for Intimidator 305 and looking for ACE member Shannon Somerville wearing her ACE and roller coaster attire. Are you a teen headed to CoasterCon this year? Well, Tuesday, June 6th, there is an online meetup just for you. Your hosts, Callista and Melina Ringus, have attended CoasterCon before, and they have great insight to share. So feel free to join as you swap tips and excitement and schedule some time to meet up. June 9th through June 11th in San Antonio, Texas. That's right. It's Roller Coaster Rodeo hosted by Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. You can buy a one-day or three-day package to this event. You're getting ERT, behind-the-scenes tours, an event t-shirt, food, drinks, adult beverages, competitions, prizes, early show seating, a souvenir lanyard, a big rodeo dinner, and a roller coaster rodeo lounge. This sounds epic. Plus, I believe there's going to be a Dr. Diabolical's lift hill walk and block break climb to benefit the National Roller Coaster Museum Association. Advanced purchase on that is also required. On Saturday, June 10th, I'll be with Ace Northern California over at Beach Boardwalk Bonanza at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. It's the Giant Dipper's 99th birthday, and I cannot wait to celebrate. We've got three more events on June 10th, so I'm just going to keep going. This next one is Seaside Screams, hosted by Ace New Jersey at the Casino Pier in Breakaway Beach in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Another coasting for kids. This one will be at Lake Compounds in Bristol, Connecticut. This is supporting Give Kids the World. And finally, the San Diego County Fair informal meetup hosted by Ace Pacific Southwest at the San Diego County Fair in Del Mar, California. The following weekend, of course, is CoasterCon 45. Unfortunately, registration has already passed, but there are still some great pre and post con things that you can still register for, like an evening with Rampage. This is on Friday, June 16th at Alabama Splash Adventure in Bessemer, Alabama. Enjoy everything that Alabama Adventure and Splash Adventure have to offer, and then an evening meal with comedic interjections from Dan the Man. And then once the park closes, we get two hours of ERT on Rampage. There's also Lounging at the Lake, a pre-con event hosted by 8th Southeast at Lake Winnipesaukee Amusement Park in Rossville, Georgia. I hope I'm saying that right. 
First, we'll get ERT, an ace roller coaster landmark, cannonball, followed by lunch, and the rest of the day to explore the park on your own. If you've already traveled to Tennessee, you might want to check out Mountain Coaster Mayhem. That's on Saturday, June 17th in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Even if you're not attending con, you can still attend this event. You will have to provide your own ticket. But Mountain Coaster Mayhem is kind of an informal takeover where members are going to be meeting up at each mountain coaster and take over the coaster as a group. And now let's get into the post-con events. On Saturday, June 24th, hosted by Ace Southeast, it's Summer Fling at Six Flags Over Georgia in Mableton, Georgia. There's a potential behind-the-scenes tour, some food, of course, and then after the park closes, ERT on Goliath. The next day on Sunday, June 25th, also hosted by Ace Southeast, it's Huge Palooza. I love that name. At Fun Spot America, Atlanta, and Fayetteville, Georgia. If you listen to our Airy Force One episode, you're going to want to attend this one. Before the park opens, Ace members are getting ERT on Airy Force One. And finally, to close out June, wow, there's a lot of events this month, huh? This is a World Roller Coaster Appreciation Month finale with SNS. It's an online event on Tuesday, June 27th. Enjoy it in the comfort of your own home with Preston Perks from SNS. He's such a great interview, and he's going to be going through some of the Arrow drawing archives, sharing some history from current and past rides. Ace members, join us for this conclusion to World Roller Coaster Appreciation Month 2023. It's going to be a great Zoom. Woo, what a month we are in roller coaster season. June, this has got to be a roller coaster enthusiast favorite month. We don't want you to miss any upcoming ACE events, so please make sure you're checking the website ridewithace.com under the events calendar, but also follow ACE everywhere you consume your social media. ACE is on Facebook, Twitter, on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to ACE's page on Instagram and TikTok and Discord. Follow us everywhere to stay on top of all the coaster and park news coming out and to hear what your ACE membership has to offer. And if you haven't joined ACE yet, what are you waiting for? Did you know you can also gift membership to others? Just saying. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and give us five stars if you can, rate and review. And if you have any questions, comments, or podcast episode pitches for us, please reach out to podcast at aceonline.org. Thanks for listening. Hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.